Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of R&R. As you might recall, R&R stands for Rachel and Robin, but it also stands for rest and relaxation. And these podcasts come on Friday mornings because we want you to think about ways that you can be rested and have some relaxation for your weekend ahead. So you have Robin with you today, and I'm going to start my time with you by just giving you a quick update on Matt, my son, who is awaiting a bone marrow transplant. So for those of you who are following along closely, you know that Matt was scheduled to go into the hospital on June 7th, uh, which is right around the corner. But uh, there's been a delay in his transplant. Nothing serious, at least on our end. It's just all about the timing, and the timing has to be absolutely flawless. So it's about when we can connect um, with the donor, when we can get the donor's stem cells harvested. Also, some other things are happening that are pretty exciting. Matthew is part of a clinical trial. So in this trial, some of the donor's blood is being sent to a lab in San Francisco where the the blood is being genetically re-engineered or modified to have a lot of these certain types of cells because it's been shown in successful transplant patients, they have a lot of these cells. So we're hoping that God is using this new science as just another way that he's going to heal Matthew completely of this leukemia. So we have a few extra days that we weren't counting on. So as before, we're just really trying to focus on the blessings of each day. Matt continues to feel well, much, much, much better than he did uh, with treatment the first time. So that is such a blessing. And we're thankful for the new chemo and the new drugs. We're also thankful, obviously, for his healthcare team. And I'm a little like scared to announce this because it just feels like it, it can't be real, but it looks as if KU is going to allow one patient visitor per day, which means that Tom and I will be allowed to visit Matt in the hospital. And for those of you who have been following this story, you know that that has been one of the most difficult things is um, dropping, you know, your child off at the front door of the hospital and not being able to love him and be with him and do what you can as a parent to take care of him. So uh, please continue to cover that in prayer that that policy does stick and stay in place and that come what looks to be June 20th is now Matthew's new hospitalization date. I'm, I'm leery to even say that because these things are always fluid and we are just trusting that it's God's timing and that Matthew will go into the hospital the day he's supposed to and that he will transplant the day he's supposed to as well. All right. So thanks for letting me share that update with you. Thank you to all of Team Matt out there. Thank you for looking at those orange bracelets and praying for us when you do so. And if you want an orange bracelet and you don't have one signifying you're a member of Team Matt, please email us because we would love for you to have one. All right, so moving on. Today, I want to talk to you about being duped. And when I say being duped, I want to just tell you about when I was a kid, I really bought into this idea that if you do good, you'll get good. And because my life was less than perfect and my childhood was less than perfect, I really wanted to get good. And so for me, I learned early on that one of the ways is I, that I could get good and then feel good about myself was by my performance. So that started early on uh, in school. I always remember wanting to be 
smart. I remember wanting the teachers to recognize that I was smart. I actually remember in first grade, someone asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I told them I wanted to be the valedictorian of my class, which is kind of crazy and kind of sad because what first grader says that, but I did. As I moved on in school, then I moved on in sports. And again, sports were just another way to get recognition, which I so desperately needed. So again, if I do good, I would get good. In fact, I uh, wasn't a great athlete, but I remember in ninth grade, our basketball coach saying, look, the hardest working person on this team is going to be our best defender. And our best defender will start every game. And I remember thinking, that is the ticket. Because I will work harder than everyone here. I will work my butt off. And it will compensate for my lack of talent. Which turned out to be a, a successful thing for me. But again, it was all hinged on if I do good, I'll get good. Moving on, in high school, I also uh, was active in speech and debate. And those awards, again made me feel good whenever I was able to uh, do well. And that prompted college scholarships and the cycle just continued and it continued into becoming a mother and a wife that if I did a good job at raising kids, I would get good kids. If I was a good employee, I would have success. And I'm going to be transparent with you, that whole performance paradigm didn't just end in my personal life. It, it, it spilled over into my spiritual life. And I really grew up thinking that if I'm a good Christian, then God will bless me. If I do good, I'll get good. I don't know. Have you ever thought any of these things? I'm guessing yes. And probably because it's the world we live in. The world's economy is so different than God's economy. Sometimes it's hard to remind ourselves that God doesn't need or expect us to do good for him to give, give blessings to us. And if I sit in the darkness long enough, sometimes I'll ask myself the same thing. Did I not do good enough to get good enough? What was it, Lord, that didn't save my son from this cancer that has evaded his body? Because if you know anything about Matthew, and I wish all of you could, Matthew is perhaps the kindest, sweetest um, young man with a heart for God and a heart for just following and a heart for God to use him in his story. For instance, he wants to be a middle school teacher, for gosh sakes. And so I think that just speaks to his heart for service and his heart for God. I was pondering all this, this whole idea of being duped by doing good to get good and the alternative to that that God offers in the scriptures when I was reading in Matthew 24 this week. And I want to share that with you in verse 9 and how it fits into what's going on in this world and in my life. It says this, Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And here's the most important part, guys. Listen up. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. I have to say that my soul needed to read this. And as I read it, I was struck by that idea and because of lawlessness that will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. And I get it. I get it how it's easy to look at the lawlessness and the things that don't make sense, the 
people who didn't deserve the things that are happening to them in this world, it's easy to look at that and get discouraged. It's easy sometimes to scream out to God about the injustices of the world and how we've been duped and how honestly that we didn't always get the good that we thought we deserved. And sometimes it's really frustrating because it seems like the chaos, the evil one, is winning and the lawlessness is taking over. But what I loved most about this scripture is that it doesn't end there. Jesus' words do not end there. He says, the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. So we're promised a beautiful ending to this story, to this life we live, even if the chapter or the page that we're on today is difficult. So as I end my time with you, I just want to offer you some words of encouragement because that scripture says those who endure to the end. So how do we endure? Here's just two quick things that I'd like to share with you. Number one, I would encourage you to trade the loud for the Lord. So what do I mean by that? It is default in our lives, in my life, to just reach for my phone and start scrolling through the news and listening to all of the things that are so lawless that are happening in our country, even including COVID and and the fear that that brings. So I would just encourage you, instead of reaching for your phone and, and starting to scroll through the news or social media, consider, if you would, listening to a song. Throughout the scriptures, even as I was reading this week, I was the, the Last Supper where it says, then they sang a hymn, just reminding me that music and hymns and the truth of those is just such a beautiful blessing. So reach for your phone and turn on a song or turn on your Bible app, whatever app you use. Or there's other great apps like First Five from Proverbs 31 or Jesus Calling app, which I love every morning. As we search for ways to endure, it's important for us to know that what we are looking for, we will not find on social media. What we're searching for is something that only God can provide. Okay, second thing, I would just encourage you to trade your what ifs with the what is. And we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but I can't reinforce how important it is. So instead of asking what if I or someone I love gets COVID, what if we don't recover financially from this situation. What if, what if, what if? Remember that the what ifs only lead to worry, fear, and resentment. And it's time that is wasted. So instead of saying what if, I would just encourage you to think about what is. And what is, is the great I am. The great I am, which is our help, our salvation, our heavenly father who creates and is creating and renewing this earth for us. And he is our great hope. So friends, keep the faith, endure, and keep walking alongside of us as we endure this journey, this race that God set before us. Have a great weekend. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself.